Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. So I spoke recently about the Celtic way of evangelism and prayers for the excluded middle, but I wanted to talk also about actually evangelism, the Celtic way. So this was really fascinating to me. They really flipped the model of evangelism on its head. So a normal way of evangelism, as I would express it to you, is that I would go to someone who is not a believer, and I would tell them about Jesus. And I would say, do you want him? And if they say yes, then I celebrate, of course, and bring them into my community. Come to church. Come and be part of our life group. Come and be a part of the fellowship of believers. Well, the Celts didn't do things in that order. And this is it's very beautiful to consider. It's also, I'm sure, very messy. And so what they would do is they would go and find non-believers and they would say, come to my community, come be part of my life. And when the people came and were part of their lives, then over time, they would tell them more. And at some point, they would maybe make a decision that they wanted to follow Jesus. And that was great. Or maybe they wouldn't. And I'm assuming they would just stay in the community then as long as they chose to be a participant. But there was no sense of you are not one of us until you make a decision. It was more like you're one of us as soon as you choose to be. And we love you and want you with us as long as you are willing to stay with us. And so I think about this because it's so welcoming. And, you know, I feel like it would need to be, of course, walked out with the Holy Spirit because, oh, it is messy, right? It's messy when people are not walking in righteousness. It's messy. And yet, if you are able to show so much love and so much um, just godly favor towards someone— that's what the the Bible says, right? They'll know we are Christians by our love. And when Jesus walked around and he met, say, with the woman at the well who had been married five times and the man she was living with now wasn't her husband, you think about the amount of rejection that she had experienced in her world. I don't remember if women were allowed to divorce, but I'm pretty sure they weren't. So you think, wow, this was a lot of men saying, get out of my life to her. That's a lot of men. And the fact that she was then willing to cohabit with someone in a culture where that really wouldn't have been normal at all, is it's just um, such a sign of her, her hunger for relationship. And, and Jesus didn't wag his finger. You know, it was like, I'm offering you living water. I'm telling you who I really am. You know, I haven't been this forthright with my own disciples, and yet here I am telling you. And that That was so powerful for her that she went and told all of her community, who presumably, probably more or less despised her, and and they all came to see just based on her testimony. And so I think what I just want to leave you with is that it's actually okay to be kind (laughs) to those who are not in the fold and to say, oh, Jesus loved those who weren't in the fold. You know, you think about the rich young ruler who came and asked Jesus a question, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And it says, Jesus looked at him and loved him. And yet the man turned and walked away. Like he walked away from Jesus. He could have been one of the 12 disciples, or I guess in that case, it would have been 13. But he was offered a place and he said no. 
And so, but that doesn't negate the fact that Jesus loved him, right? Like his own lack of response. I'm sure that as he walked away, Jesus still loved him, right? And so, yeah, Lord, I just ask that you would enlarge our hearts. I ask, Lord, that you would give us wisdom every day to know how to interact. And Lord, that your kingdom would expand through us. Lord, I thank you that you are so gracious that you accept us in the beloved. Like you're the one who makes us acceptable in the beloved, that you are the one who transforms us. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, that when we come to you, none of us are righteous. We're not coming with like our good report card so that you can approve of us. We have nothing to offer that's good, and yet you still take us in. And so I thank you, Lord, for that. And I ask that we would be um, better expressions of that heart of love that you bear towards us. I ask that we would be better at that towards the world around us. In the name of Jesus, amen.